Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Good afternoon, St. Louis. DG Asun KMOX. Happy Monday to you. I started to say this is the only Toto song I don't like. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. No harm, no foul. <laughs> you started to say it, but then you didn't say it. Yeah. Yeah. Way to hold it. back, babe. <laughs> almost, like it, almost like it wasn't that important or something. <laughs> Note to self tell Rachel, don't like Africa song. Wow, weird weekend, right? Lots of apologies. Mm. Lots of, you know. Lots of oops. Yeah, lots of oops. <laughs> Who we have? Bobert? <laughs> oh, is she sorry? Oh, she's so sorry. Yeah, I'm sure. She's sorry for all of it. She's really sorry that they had high-definition flare lights inside that. Uh, <laughs> first of all, who hey. knew that yeah. they had that sort of surveillance at, at musicals? I mean, did we, did we really? Did any of us know that we have that kind of technology no. available in 2023? <laughs> Not in a musical. What, night vision? Yeah. Just in general, like people have well, cameras, cameras everywhere. Well, I mean, if you're going to have security cameras in a theater, they probably have to be night vision because they turn off the lights or a Yeah. Yeah. We can only see what yeah. they do yeah. between acts. I'm nice. <laughs> <laughs> you got us on this one. I know. Uh, intermission crime. I and thought then, a lot uh, about this. I thought a lot about this in Rome over the weekend. Yeah, I bet you did. That thing. <laughs> and then uh, Drew... Was, oh, was yeah, very true. sorry. Oh yeah, she gave a a very tearful apology as she read off her notes, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I just I just I don't like her. Um, who else we have? Bill, Bill Maher. Bill Maher Bill surprised me. He, he apologized. He didn't really. He didn't really apologize. Oh, he did just, he say the? Uh, he just said since they're back at the table, I'm going to wait to do my show. Oh. 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 Okay. He didn't really say I'm sorry because Bill Maher's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Who else? I feel like I'm but he got crap from everybody. Big. Are we are we missing an apology? Did uh, I feel like that's all the the big apologies? Did the uh, did the bears did apologize? The, did the, no, did the Burning Men of Saint Charles apologize? No, no, no. no. Wait, no apology there. They, they held their own burning. They held man. their own burning. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they called it burning book, but not real book. Well, burning boxes. Roll that one out. <laughs> I mean, you guys. I didn't hear it over the weekend. You guys pointed it out the minute that I walked in, uh, and then I started reading this, and I'm like, in 2023 was my response. Like in 2023, we're pretending to burn books in St. Charles County. So Nick Schroer, Bill Eigel were at a what was it called? Like Freedom Fest. Freedom Fest. Yeah. And part of the festivities were pretending to burn books that were promoting the liberal agenda. Like, well, when, when have the book burners ever been the good guys? Like, what's the imagery of that? What does that conjure in your head? I'm not saying that these two guys are that. I'm just saying, like, think about the optics of things for a second. When does that ever look good? Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's great. That's a good movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I haven't talked to those. I knew, I know some people who were there. So I want to not be careful with it. I just want to be serious about it uh, because this is the kind of thing that separates people. And it's fine to separate people. Everyone has their own thing. But uh, 
so they they had the Freedom Fest and they had flamethrowers. Uh, Nick Shore had one, Igel had one, and they had a, a bunch of cardboard boxes. And so they're they're torching the liberal agenda and you know woke books and things like that. So it goes viral, millions and millions of views. And if you read the comments, everyone thinks it's a book burning. And the reason everyone thinks it's a book burning is because that's exactly what they wanted it to look like. I mean, there's just no two ways about it. Either that. Or you made a gigantic mistake, like, oh, my God, I didn't think that anyone would put that together with flamethrowers and boxes and chants of let's go Brandon. So that's our bad. We're sorry. We should no one should ever even look like they're burning books. But I think that that's exactly what they wanted was to look like they're burning books, but to not really have any books to be burned. That way they can get out of it. So to me, I would I would just be a little more careful than that. I if I went to a fest, uh, a Dave fest, uh, a, a polit- Glover's deeply held political views fest, where everything they said was exactly what I think, and they said now we're going to hold the fake book burning of all the books you hate, mm. or better yet, everyone knows how I feel about Donald Trump. If they said now we're going to have a fake effigy burning of trump i would say no i'm out yeah even if you're even if i believe everything you're saying with your mouth there comes a time when your actions or your fake actions speak as louder louder and i would just say nope i don't want to be a part of that it's way too close to something very sinister and dangerous be like if someone this would be worse but it's analogous that if you, if something looked like a lynching, but it's a pinata, and you're like, ah, gotcha, right? So, I guess they accomplished what they wanted. They got a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got the gotcha moment, so that all they can own people who say that's a book burning. Like, ah, gotcha. There are no books, but it's still. I would just never want to be a part of something that looked like a book burning. I'd rather be on the side of people who read them than pretend to burn them. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Also, one more thing, and this is purely aesthetics. There are flamethrower guys and there are non-flamethrower guys. If I go to Wheeler's cabin in the South 40 and you have a big bunch of wood and you go, guess what, Glove? I got a flamethrower. You want to start this fire? Hell yeah, I do. Let's, let's, let's set this thing on fire. But if you say, I got a flamethrower, let's have a gathering and let's tie it to politics. I don't even have to know what the politics are. I don't need to know what party you are. I don't need to know what your philosophy is. I'm out. Flamethrowers for me stop right at the door of political philosophy and speech. Doesn't mean you can't do it. Doesn't mean it's illegal. It's not. You can burn a flag if you want. I'm just saying that separates people. And that separates me. Thoughts? So many. Uh, but one, I like the the flag burning analogy. Like, yeah, you have the right to do it. You have the, It's a terrible idea. We should be in the business of arguing points, like rationally and intelligently, and not saying our opponent is not our opponent. They are the enemy. They are evil. And we should burn their ideas out of existence. That's not an okay ideology. It wouldn't, it's not okay if someone on the left does it. It's not okay if someone on the right does it. 
People with opposing views are not your enemy. They are opponents that you argue with, that you debate over, that you run elections against. You do not burn your enemy's ideas. You, you outdo them. You beat them in the competition of ideas. So my point to Nick Schwar, Bill Eigel, people like them, use your words. Use your words. It's not about the tough guy nonsense. It's not about burning things away. Convince people. Convince me that your ideas are better than theirs. That's how you win. You don't win by just burning things. Yeah, and I think aside from, you know, the sinister connotations and the facts that we're not really enemies and they're not going to burn our houses down or Eric Greitens isn't going to actually shoot me as a rhino. Aside from all like, well, you're flirting with what's sinister. You also just look like an idiot. It's ridiculous. I don't take you seriously. Let's, I mean, I probably agree with certain things with that Nick Shore does because I'm a conservative. I voted Republican. There's probably some conservative policies that he and I would agree on. When I see that video, I can't take him seriously in the same way that as a pro-life person, I would never take Planned Parenthood pamphlets and put them in a f- pile and set them on fire. I would that's it's idiotic, it's clownish, it's performative, and if anyone were to do that, I would no longer take them seriously. And that's how I feel is you just look like someone who's in it for the show. I don't take you seriously. I don't agree. I don't care if we agree or disagree. You suddenly look like a clown to me. You're not getting anything done. I push you aside. I move on. I go, okay, who can I look to who's going to actually have a conversation and get things done? Because you, aside from the sinister aspect and all of that, you just look foolish. I look foolish. I think this illustrates exactly what we were talking about. Amy and I had a conversation with somebody who's um, with the Knight Foundation, and their, their attempt is to strengthen local news outlets around the country because it's been weakened over the last, you know, 20 years. And... One of the, the, the points that I made was that local politicians are, they're playing to a national news base, the national news audience. And when I see those two guys doing that, my thought is, why do we have two Missouri state senators, not U.S. senators, but state senators doing that? If they want to hold a rally, they should hold a rally about fixing the water problem in St. Charles. I can answer your question, though. Because it works. It's exactly it. It works. The same reason we have negative ads every election cycle. It, it works. They, they're not stupid. Those guys aren't idiots. They know that it will work for the base. They know the base will see that and go, yes. But that's kind of the problem with the union. It's the problem with our country now. One of them is that everything... Everything we do and and all of our opinions and everything that we are angry about is stuff that's happening at a national level and not locally or what's going on in communities around us. We're mad about national things. So then you have local politicians getting involved in national affairs, which is not what they're supposed to be doing. They're supposed to be worrying about their communities that they serve. Yeah, I think the bottom line is they accomplished exactly what they wanted to. Maybe a little more than they wanted to. They have the safety valve of there weren't any books. Um, But yeah, like I said, there's a part of it that to me sends a chill up my spine for historic sinister reasons, which they understand. They understood that before. Yeah. And then the second thing is like what Amy said. Um, 
you know, they're face painters and they're not face painters. You know, you both root for the same team. You both go to the same games. Uh, you do it differently. And you're attracted to one or the other. And like you, I'm just not attracted to that aesthetic. I just wonder what it is that we're supposed to do when stuff like this happens, though. Because I feel like the entire... I mean, it was a stunt for attention. And now they're getting their attention. But then what do you just not talk about it when people do stuff like that like for me it's just really hard to thread that needle of like what what kind of energy should I even put into this yeah that's why I didn't want to fall for the uh Charlie Brown and Lucy with the football to come on and be like book burning in Missouri because because then it's like well no books you know I still don't understand what were they burning then cardboard boxes is my understanding I wasn't there, but that's my understanding. To represent woke ideology? Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. <laughs> I, I guess mean, that makes sense to somebody out there. It's an effigy. That's what an effigy is. Okay. So the idea, I, I know this is, maybe this is old timey thinking, but I thought the idea of whether it's politics or solving issues or trying to win an argument, let's just say that's probably the better way to put this, right? Like what, what politics has come down to now is we need to win the argument we, we need to prove that we're right and the other side is wrong. But I thought you did that. I'm like, what you're doing, to win an argument, you got to change somebody's mind, right? Whose minds are you changing with this move? I don't know if it is designed to change anybody's mind. I well, think then what's the just, point? I think it's just putting Rally a call the out there. Yeah, for anyone who maybe wasn't aware that this was happening, now they are. And if you're interested in that sort of thing, now you have an opening to get involved. And if you have... A desire to move up from being a state senator to something in the U.S. Congress. This is good fodder for that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, like the two different groups, you know, like I would call them douchebags and they would call me a wussy. Okay, fair enough. I'll take that. I'll take that. I just, I can't get past the the only way that we can get ourselves out there is performative art. But it's the most effective It is, you're way. right. And it's insane. Like, why is it so, I mean, I guess the problem is, again, we get back to us, right? Like, uh, citizens, we just don't pay attention to good rational arguments, but put on a good fireworks show and we're like, woo! Like, I don't, and I, again, it's not one ideology or another. They all have their own performance yeah, art, like I said, whether it's th- gluing this, yourself this to a piece been, of art or... This could have been Gloverfest. It yeah. could, it, they could have read my mind and every single policy and value and belief I have, they could have had it there. As soon as you pull out the flamethrowers, I'm like, okay. Again, <laughs> once, once you link that with polit- political speech, I'm out. You're not doing anything illegal. I'm just, I'd just rather not do that. Mm. So, uh, welcome back. DGS 125. We're just kind of laughing about uh, an F-35 being piloted by a Marine. Uh, he had to, or uh, he or she, I don't know which, had to uh, eject and evidently, the plane kept going on what they're calling zombie mode. Mm. And they've literally asked the public, like, hey, could you help us out? We lost an F-35. And we're so all they just... Put, like, posters up like somebody lost their dog? We're all just, like, find a phone. Uh, Amy suggested an Apple tag. <laughs> yeah. Apple tag. Why? That's what I would put. I'd slap that on the side of it and say, all right, now we're good. Yeah. I can see when my DoorDash is coming. Maybe they... Maybe they... <laughs> oh. They can put. They should put an old school like luggage tag on the plane. Okay, now <laughs> it's just, it's just like yesterday they rolled out pictures of the new B fifty one. 
B, which one? B-21? I don't know. The new stealth bomber. B-2? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, they brought out the brand new stealth bomber. And the next day, they lost the jet. Where <laughs> 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 they're asking us to find it for them. Yeah. Yeah, well, we need <laughs> Clearly, they were paying attention to the new baby, and then the three-year-old got away. <laughs> got out the door. Yeah, But they could I, use this as good advertising. See, we told you this thing is good. Okay, well, we need <laughs> to know where it is. So yeah. Then we can't find it. <laughs> Everyone go outside and look so straight up and squint. I mean, and if you see so it, stealthy, like, the U.S. government doesn't know where it is. I mean, I yeah. get the idea at all, but, like, you don't have a fail-safe? Mm-hmm. You don't have a little super secret something in there, like only you can find it. I can't believe that because they're like right. Because I know there's a transponder, right? The story is the transponder was turned off, right? Which every airplane has a transponder, like they all have that, so you can find them and you can yeah. track them. And but like you don't have something super secret that you can find anything I mean, that you made on only you can find it. I'm pretty sure you can track my Subaru. I'm shocked that they can't track the F-35. Put OnStar <laughs> in there or something. I mean, I'm surprised to see you here today. Saturday was supposed to be the rapture. Oh, wait. Well, <laughs> I know, was it? I knew I'd see Ronji. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there's, there's well, very yeah. little question. I mean, Rachel's not there. Maybe Rachel. She might be. Wait, yeah. is that why I can't find my family? <laughs> <laughs> I have expected you to be gone and Andrew to be my boss. <laughs> wait, wait. Why Saturday? Now I'm in charge. Uh, you know how people are always making predictions. I guess one of them caught enough fire that oh. enough people were like, okay, sell everything you own. It's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Look busy, Jesus is coming. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing if that was it? Like that was the jet, just one person goes. <laughs> oh no. Oh, my God. <laughs> just one person. Everybody else like, oh, you guys are You're staying. Like, Look, I wrote it in the book. It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. He was the greatest guy ever. <laughs> just one person. Those left behind books are full of crap. <laughs> Jesus and that guy having a cocktail. Like I tried to warn him. Uh, You're the only one who listened. He's like, look at Mark's scores. She thought she was in. <laughs> well, since he was in a jet, they met halfway. <laughs> oh, that's it. Maybe that's it. This is terrible. Meet me in the middle. I didn't know that. Also, Amy's the tiniest <laughs> mammal with the loudest chew I've ever heard. Dude. <laughs> yeah. It's constant. The crunching too, man. Yes. I'm so hungry, and I have to crunch. <laughs> Andrew's I, behind glass and he can hear it. I know. <laughs> you should do one into the mic for the listeners. Yeah, yeah. Would you please. Grab, oh, grab one of those. Anyone with misophonia, just turn it down for a second. Yeah, this yeah. is this is all day in this room with Amy. <laughs> it's a pretty cute little crunch, I gotta say. It, it's a little bit like a Bugs Bunny ate carrots. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't pick anything quiet to eat. No. Like, That's no. on purpose, no. though, because... Those yeah, are I, like smoothies. If yeah, you I've can't heard it. crunch it, it's not satisfying. <laughs> 134DGS. So, Wheels has a story about uh, something trafficy coming to St. Louis, which uh, he'll tell you about in just a second, but it made me think of something that's a weird connection. But maybe this is just my age, but is anyone here old enough to remember when the biggest deal to your dad in the world was the inside car light at night? Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. You guys had this too? Light. Don't turn the light on. I'm not even kidding. Like, he would talk about me getting arrested and doing like real <laughs> yeah. jail time, and I bought it. Like, just the way he would shriek. When that light went on. I yeah. felt like we would crash. Oh, like, yeah. Immediately. <laughs> like, you were like, oh, my gosh, the light's on. You're going to crash. Dad can't see it all. 
Sorry, I interrupted you. No, too you're much. fine. I was go- I was gonna say basically the same thing. I just I remember like turning on the dome light whenever I first started driving at night and being like, okay, this will be real quick because I don't want to crash. And then it's like, wait, nothing's happening. I know. What was the big deal? I don't know. I, don't know. I was told by my parents that it was illegal, and I'm and I don't know if it is, but I'm my still holding That's what I heard. Too. So, I don't. I don't touch it. I've never turned it on in my car. I don't even know if it works. <laughs> I just. I don't want to mess like, with what? that. I remember as a kid. I think I even asked it once, and I got that look. Like you're lucky I'm driving right now. <laughs> but I asked, like, why is it in here? <laughs> like, why would you have a, a light inside of a car that's illegal to turn on? <laughs> My mom would always say, it's people can see straight in here whenever yeah. it's yeah. on. I'm like, oh, no. What are we doing? I'll yeah. tell you this. I look around before I turn it on. <laughs> to this day. Yeah. You're a grown-ass man. Yeah. It, apparently, and I'm looking at this because I'm the Google guy. Uh, it's, it's, it's legal in most states to drive with it on at night, but just not safe. I mean, how Seems safer unsafe in some way. Why, why yeah. is it not safe? Because you can't see out the windows as well when the light is inside. Yeah. Reflect, it's reflect like if you're at your the, house uh, and all the lights are on inside. The Listen, Bobert rule. If you're inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> there's a lot of rules there. Yeah, there's a couple Bobert rules. How'd you like to play? Oh, great. <laughs> good. <laughs> really, really other, good. Other than that, Mrs. Bobert, how was the play? <laughs> so what's St. Louis doing? All right, so I just, this came across the Twitter feed uh, like 10 minutes ago from uh, KMOV's website, but apparently uh, the mayor and the Board of Aldermen, they've agreed to bring automated traffic enforcement to the city of St. Louis. So that'll mean like red light cameras, speed cameras, things like that. I don't know. It, it doesn't say like what to what extent. Was it a different timeline where like three years ago they took this to the Supreme Court? They did. And they said it was illegal. It, they The way it was being done was illegal. According to this story, they have adapted these rules and laws oh, to good. make sure that it, it falls in line with the Missouri Supreme oh, Court ruling. They thought of everything. Good. Yeah. That was, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. That was Charlie Brennan who yeah. brought that case in the Missouri <laughs> and it's, Supreme no, and it's Court. A, look, and, even, yeah. You're right. And it's a and it's a smart point because you can't you can't tell who's driving the car. Right? So you might be you, you oh, might have run a red light. On. So the person that owned the car would get it, but it could be your kid driving. It could be a husband driving or a wife. I mean, like it, it was it was there's a lot of issues with that. I don't know how this works around it, but that's what the story says, that they worked through it to, quote, fit the criteria outlined by the Missouri Supreme Court. I uh, This was like years ago, obviously, uh, before the Missouri Supreme Court said it was illegal. I was driving my mom's car, and uh, she, like a month later, she goes, did you run a red light in my car? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> she's like, I got a ticket for it. She got the did it have your photo? It was just the car, like the back of the they, car. Well, they yeah, do. Yeah. The front of the car. Now they do the back and the front just yep. so they can identify the and driver. The worst part to me would be if I looked fat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brace knows I'm not kidding. He's I'd be not. like, oh yeah. my God, what is this is, what I look like? I look like, I look like the moon in a sweater. But it, so, Dave's posing when he goes through the light. <laughs> I'm not uh, flexing. <laughs> I'm not automatically opposed to this, but what does this do for all the cars that have no plates? Probably nothing. So what's the point then? Because the ones I see the running ones lights do, are the ones that have yeah. no plates. To get money from the law abiding. Yeah. I know. That's my that's my biggest complaint. It's the same thing I talked about last week when I was coming down 40 to work and there's somebody out there. There's a uh, motorcycle officer out there with his radar gun pointed at people and a guy goes by me at 120 miles an hour. Nobody gave chase there. Nobody tried to pull that guy over. But the person going 11 over is going to get a ticket. Let me dovetail that into Illinois becoming the first state to do away with cash bail. 
so basically, as I understand it, and I do not understand it well, but as I understand it, it will be up to the judge in every individual case to decide whether the person who's been arrested, who before this would have had a cash bail, maybe it's 100000 maybe it's 1000 uh, but you will only get cash bail now if you are a danger to yourself or someone else. So I don't know what that means. If you rob someone's house, or maybe you're not a danger to someone. You're just taking televisions. Uh, but they say that it is uh, unduly discriminatory to the poor and to people of color, and people will stay in jail way too long, and so they've just done away with it. So now if you're arrested for something that is not super violent. And I say that because it could be violent if someone breaks into your car, uh, but you weren't in it. But my understanding is they would just go home that night. Thoughts? So does cash bail mean that you have to put up the cash to get out? Yeah, just money bail. I mean, typically, like, let's say that you are arrested for something Mm semi-serious and the judge says, uh, Andrew, your bail is $10,000. Now, I never did criminal law and I never committed that big of a crime. But my understanding is you have to put up 10% in cash. And so you're like, here's $1,000 that I have or my dad gave me or a a bail bondsman gave me. Mm -hmm. That is no longer going to happen unless you're a danger to someone physically. Okay. Does that happen that fast? I don't I honestly I don't know. Like if I get caught if I were to get caught breaking and entering and I get arrested, am I gonna get that out? Am I gonna get that tonight? Um, probably that's like when you do arraignments. Yeah. When you hear that, <clears throat> typically you'll get taken to jail. You're right. And again, a lot of this is based on Starsky and Hutch. So you're you're arrested, <laughs> you go to jail the next day or the day after that, you go to arraignment. How do you plead? Not guilty. Okay, I'm gonna release you on your own recognizance. You seem like a good guy, you're not a flight risk, you've never been in trouble before, go home, come back in your trial date. Or you have a record. Uh, I don't like the the cut of your jib, uh, so you are going to have an ex-cash bail to make sure that you do come back. And if you can't do it, then you're going to stay in jail. And the problem is, uh, to the people who uh, introduced the bill, there are way too many people and way too many uh, are... Uh, uh, Way too many are African-American. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like poor African-American people are, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Disproportionately. Exactly. Uh, Disproportionately in numbers in jail. Does this mean that a judge can still say you don't get bail? Yes. Yes. Okay. As long as that's still in place, I I I don't have a big worry about the other because if if you're that dangerous, they shouldn't be giving you bail anyway. uh, Right. And and I'm, I'm not really sure what the correct answer is here, but I don't think it's a good system to have where two people commit the same offense and both of them are equally likely or unlikely to be a danger to somebody, but only one of them gets out because they got money. Yeah. I, I don't think we can have that. Now, I don't know if this is the correct response, right. if it's an overcorrection or whatever, but how can that be right? How is that right? The two people who equally... So you are commit the exact same crime. Like same two guys offense, are accused of hitting their wives. But this guy's got $1,000. That guy's this guy doesn't. Not. Yeah. Yeah. That can't be good. No. It isn't good. I'd agree yeah. with that. Uh, so the Cook County State's Attorney, Kim Fox, is saying this is an effort to detain those who hold a real threat to our public rather than detain those who are simply poor. This is the It could be like drug offenses. Yeah. That, that's the first thing that comes to my mind is people who have an amount of drugs they're not supposed to have. On the flip side, the the Illinois Fraternal Order of Police is extremely unhappy with this and said, you know, the court ignored the pleas of nearly every prosecutor, Democrat and Republican, that the elimination of cash bail will put dangerous criminals back on the street. Hmm. 
I wonder if, did, and I, again, don't know, does this mean that judges have to be harder? Do they have the discretion to be? Um, I mean, I'm are sure there, there certain be, rules that I'm say sure no, there no, no. will be guidelines? I'm sure those guidelines will be tested legally. Yeah. But I think like everything else, the problem's going to be on the on the border. You know, there's going to be a crime that is just not serious enough that you get to go home. And there's one that's 2% more serious and you get a, a cash bail. And that's where the people, to me, the people who are going home, who in my mind would be too dangerous to go home, that's going to be the problem. I, I would be curious to hear the answer to the question Ranj posed from those groups. Like, okay, so if a rich person does something violent, somebody with who makes $200,000 a year, and that bond is nothing for them, mm-hmm. why is it okay that they go but someone else doesn't? I mean, I'd like to, I would love to know the difference. Um, I mean, I think we all do. I mean, I think it's as simple as that. <laughs> That's the way it's always been. Simply that if you have resources or your family has resources, you can go home and other people can't. Yeah, just like if you've committed a white-collar crime and you've got money to, uh, you know, defend yourself, you're less likely to go to jail. Even if you have done the exact same thing, committed the exact same offense as somebody else, resources will get you out of everything. Well, I was audited back in like 2003, 2004, and uh, I've been through that process. And I can tell you, and it was the first year I made any money. Um, and I can tell you that had I made 10 times the amount of money I made, I probably wouldn't have even been audited. And right. if I were, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have sweated it because I could have hired someone who would have muddied the waters and I would have walked away paying 10% of what I did. Yep. But since I'm just a normal guy who's afraid of the IRS, I end up getting nailed pretty good. Yeah, that's why they don't go after the people who make an absurd amount of money. They go after the people who know can't. Yeah, there's a sweet spot. Yep, right there. Why we're solving problems. This morning, yesterday. 152 DGS. This song, I love this song, but it gives me stomach aches because it used to play a lot on the bus in junior high. Mm-hmm. And for me, junior high was like Shawshank. <laughs> it was just terrifying. So anything like any aesthetic. In fact, yesterday I saw, um, I think it was a, an ad for a, a news story that one of the local news outlets are doing, and it was uh, just a grade school, just a grade school, just a hallway of a grade school with little projects on the walls and kids walking to class, and I wanted to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the only thing more more terrifying to me, no, I take that, yeah, no, they're probably equally terrifying. Uh, junior high was a little more terrifying because there were grown men there uh, who were naked a lot in the locker room, uh, but in grade school, I was also very terrified. Were you guys happy in grade school? You had a pretty good time in grade yeah. school, I think. I, I mean, think. But, I mean, it's kind of unfair to compare. I mean, like, <laughs> in my eighth grade graduating class, there was, like, 23 people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not very intimidating. You ruled that place. <laughs> it's not very intimidating when there's, like, you know, 11 boys in your class. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, 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 you didn't have any of those giant differences, and you're all the same. You're all in this tiny little Catholic school. I was nervous, though, going into junior high, because when you're in grade school and you do gym class, you just go in your street clothes, right? Uh, but junior high is the first time you have to change. Yep. Oh, we and didn't have I, any of that. I was under the impression we'd have to do the, sh- the shower. 
Mm-hmm. And like the mass shower where everybody's mm-hmm. in the same room, like, the, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. Dude, true story. <laughs> this is part of my stand up, but it's absolutely true. Anyone from Roxanne my age will confirm this. Uh, seventh grade, you're terrified of taking a shower in front of other boys, being naked, and just to make it worse, the coaches, the PE teachers, would stand outside the shower with a clipboard <laughs> and check your level of wetness. Because they were afraid that you didn't take enough of a shower. And if you did, if you were not sufficiently damp, they would send you back in. And you could get swatted, which is serial killer steroids. Uh, And then if you were sufficiently damp, they would mark your name off like, okay, you can go towel off and change. Swear to God, that's the truth. Oh, my God. To give you the contrast, not only did we not have a locker room or showers, we didn't even have a gym. We had the church community center. That's it. And outside, that was that was gym class. <laughs> Go play kickball. All right. That was it. You spent well. a real David Copperfield situation here. <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully, Please we didn't have step. to do the make the mass shower thing, so that's good. Yeah. Because I was not ready for that. Okay. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt like there was more to that story. <laughs> Me? Yeah. No, it's just we didn't have to do the shower. That was a huge relief for me. And then you went to high school and still still didn't have still to? no shower. So just but they did have to tell certain people to take their gym clothes home occasionally to wash them. Oh, yeah. The pontoon beach people. <laughs> of course, <laughs> would be Granite City people. <laughs> people from Mitchell. <laughs> oh my gosh, Mitchell shout out. Hey yo, Mitchell. <laughs> Love all fifty of you. Rots, Rots is over here just starting wars. <laughs> just name some other communities in the area. There's only three with radios. Who else right didn't on. shower? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a question for everyone in the no, room. I meant, I, meant, I meant the cities, not the oh. people. Oh. Yeah, like no. any other cities you want to start beef with. Oh, no, no. I, I love all the cities around my city. Yeah. <laughs> we, as... we get to talk bad about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, no, we're, because we're not are disputing them, it. Yeah, right? disputing yeah, it. Yeah, of course. It's one of the greatest things about being from South Roxana. Yeah. I can say anything I want about anybody. Alton, Roxana, yeah. Granite City, they're all basically the same. Kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Although, we would fight to the death that we're not, right? That's true. <laughs> That's true. But we are. Alton was fancier. Uh, I mean, Alton's kind of high class. Closer to a river. We just all admit that Edwardsville are our superiors. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're not even allowed at Glen Carbon after dark. That's right. (laughs) They kicked my parents out of Glen Carbon after a while when it got too good. No. They said, oh. And they could always tell who we were because we weren't wearing shirts. So (laughs) if we weren't there to do yard work, we just got put on a bus. The wife beater was invented in (laughs) Roxana, I think. Wasn't that good? Let me. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 